Coming to you live from your mom's basement. Let's hope not. Please. <laughs> uh, see women right there just connected immediately because their husbands do stupid shit like that all the time. 100%. And the men too. Yeah. They, we all do. They know right where we're at. Truth. We Truth. got them. We got them. What's up, guys? Please help us. Uh, yeah, somebody. Submit something. Somebody, please send us some real. So we don't sound like an elevator. Oh, that's some good elevator music. It is upbeat. All right. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, we're back for episode two. I'm Paul, and I'm here with my co-host, my wife. Jacqueline. All right. So we're back. We're back. We back made, again. We made it after some... I don't know, technical difficulties. And obviously you can see that uh, it's a little bit different setup this time. We have four cameras rolling right now. Um, and I'm quickly realizing that after we did our podcast, uh, I don't know, six days ago, that the podcast is actually the easy part. It's yes. all the other stuff after. All the other cords and outlets and apparently we trashed a a, a power yeah <laughs> power surge cord thing already yep. trashed yeah. a power surge protector and we kind of just trashed the uh roadie caster pro so yeah it's uh on question right now so it's been an issue to get up and running <laughs> yeah so uh episode two we're calling this the cycle of good enough i like that you like that mm -hmm. all right so um, I'm going to tell you a story that I haven't told you yet. I'm excited to hear. You said you're going to share it with me and while I was eating dinner. It will, it will fit into what we're talking about later in the podcast. So, um, you know, less than a week ago, we recorded our first podcast. Um, and I got to say, guys, we are super thankful for the messages we received. Yeah. Um, it came out of the woodwork and it just gave us fire to keep doing, going. Yeah. To keep going. Yeah. And like I said, the, the recording of the podcast is actually the easy part because yeah. we get to just sit here and have a conversation and, and just talk. And so since we recorded that, like a lot has changed in just amount of short amount of time mm -hmm. within myself. Um, went through warrior method training for four days over 40 hours and just had a fantastic experience. And I'm sure we'll talk about that at some point, but also after doing that, you and I, like we we're up till midnight, a couple nights, just chatting about life and yeah. everything that's included. What we want to do, just you doing that training really prompted us to sit down and like, just talk and dream again together, which it's not that we don't do that, but you know, it was, it was fun. Like we weren't looking at the clock. We were just doing it together. Yeah. Well, it's really easy to get caught up in that cycle. And I think that's where we're going to talk about that tonight. So my story is, so we recorded our pod, our first podcast last Thursday. So a little bit less than a week ago. And then on Friday, we went to look at a building 
Mm -hmm. uh, considering purchasing or that unit, I should say, not the whole building. Yeah, the space. For for our business. And um, since I had Warrior, I we drove separate. Mm -hmm. And the boys were with me in the car, in my truck. So uh, no shame at all. But as we were driving to look at that space, I was listening to our podcast because I just put it out that morning. And the boys were in the truck and they had their headphones on and they had their leap pads and, um, Odin, you know how he sings, you know, mm -hmm. like he has his headphones on and he sings, right? If you're a parent, you know what I'm saying? They just have no, they have no clue what no they're doing. No idea of tone. <laughs> and it's but so it, cute. But it's awesome. So, uh, as we pull up to the building, I said, Hey, all right, boys, Hey, we're here. Put it away. And Odin pulls out his headphones. I'm like, dude, what, do, what are you doing? And he goes, uh, dad. I was recording a podcast. Oh my gosh. So I love it. Um, you know, immediately I just smiled and um I think that'll fit into our story pretty good later, but um and he he I don't obviously he didn't know. I mean he'd probably heard us talking about it and heard us, you know, you know, discussing it, but um he didn't hear it while I was listening to it in the car because he had his headphones on and then um, you know, they weren't up when we, yeah, because it was at like 10 o'clock at night. So, which we're close to doing again tonight. Yeah. Well, that's because of technical difficulties. So, <laughs> okay. um, but thank you guys again for being with us and thank you for your support. Uh, you guys have no idea how much it feels us to keep this thing going, no matter how good, um, or good it is. So. That's right. All right. So the cycle of good enough. Mm -hmm. This is a lot of what we discussed over the weekend. So where are you at with that? I am battling with certain things myself. So we talked about it. You know, our business is good enough. Our house is good enough. Our marriage, where we're at as a couple is good enough. You know, as parents for our boys, we're doing good enough by them. And honestly, we're both in a place where good enough isn't okay. Because we dream and know we can deliver great and move on to bigger and better things. But I think you do get stuck in the cycle of like, I'm doing all I can do. We're providing, we're doing the trips we want to do. We're making the memories. Like we're doing a lot of what we would like, but it isn't, you know, excellence. It isn't great. It is just good enough. So it's really easy to shift gears, think you're growing again, but we're like backsliding over time is what we talked about. And then we're kind of rebuilding and it's like, it's this cycle that we're doing to ourselves. Like it's nobody's fault, but our own. Right. Right. And in order to like shift to the next level and be great and not just good enough, we have to break the cycle in all those areas. Well, and I think if you, I almost look at it like it's a, it's a loop. Yeah. It's a little because we've we've done it in a lot of places and that's the thing is it's applicable to every 
aspect of your life. Absolutely. Like your marriage, eh, good enough. Your kid, eh, good enough. Uh, I go. I went to work today and I did just enough mm-hmm. so that my boss stays off my ass. And, oh, you know, I, I walked around during lunch. I don't need to work out. Good enough, right? Yeah. And, it's, it, and like to me, like especially in, in my own personal thing, the past, I don't know. I mean, it, I, I got to say it's at least seven or eight years, you know, maybe a year before I left the fire department. Like it's the fucking dad bod. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. and I've been there. I've fucking been there. I've been overweight. I've been tired. I've been fatigued. I've been all of that. Yeah. And, you know, what we see, especially in men right now is that, eh, dad bod. Good Uh, enough. Some, some stupid fucking magazine said women prefer the dad bod. Yeah. Really? You fucking believe that? Well, or you get the dad that's what not that it's better, but in between, like not the beer belly super overweight, therefore he's good enough. You know? I I mean I think But he's certainly not fit. I think um now like in my own journey, like seeing a man that has a belly, like I've fucking been there. Yeah. I've been there. And I know what that feels like. And I know the, the, the fucking pain and the disappointment and everything that comes with that. Mm-hmm. And I know because I've been there and I can now recognize that in men going, I see how much you value yourself. And therefore, I know how much you value your wife mm-hmm. and how much you value your kids. Because if you don't value yourself, you cannot value any of those things more. Yeah. And that's a hard fucking place to be as a man because we're meant to provide and bring home the, the money and, you know, be this, this rock all the time. Yeah. And you women make it harder. Well, because, I've been there too. You're not oh, alone. I, I was not in a good place last and, year and either. I'm, I'm kind of joking, but I'm kind of not because, um, you know, women tend to tell men, like, especially in, in, I would say in those situations, like be the man. Yeah. And, and I would say a lot of men or a lot of relationships, they, they don't know how to be the man. Because they've they've never given themselves permission to take care of themselves and to start there. And when they do, I mean, certain wives, I'm sure, are pulling them back. But they want them to be the man. Go be the fucking man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, they want to be provided for on lots of levels. Right. So, um, but men, I, I hear you. Like, I see you. I've yeah. been there. It fucking sucks. And you well, know. I, like I said, though, when we started, like this loop, this thing we're stuck in, it's multiple layers. It's not one thing. Precisely, and that's that's the that's the uh, the loop. Um, you know, because we all have those people in our lives that they're just stuck in that loop, right? Mm-hmm. Like, 
10 years ago, they're complaining about the same shit they're complaining about today. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And it's the same problem that it was 10 years ago. Yeah. As it is today. Yeah. And that's that loop. And sometimes, and I, I would have you consider that um, change is not even good. Oh no, these people do not like change. Well, but I'm going to bothers them. I'm going to I'm going to flip your your mindset on change because I've been I've been thinking about it in this frame incorrectly because change isn't transformation. Change you, you can take a a triangle and flip it five ways and it's still a triangle. It's true. And that's part of that loop. Like you can change for a time. Yeah. But then what do most people do? I, I again, backslide. You backslide. Yeah. And you go back to where you were. Yeah. That's or you keep it up for a certain amount of time. Yeah. Do the thing, hit the number on the scale that you're looking for. Right. And then you go back to your old ways. Just a little bit. And then a little bit more. And so really you know? really you 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 dipped your toes in and you went back to your old self. Yeah. Instead of transforming yourself into what you really could be. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I'm going to stop saying change because change means nothing. It means we might change for this small amount of time, but we're not changing for good. Yeah. Well, for permanency. Boom. Like it's, it's a period of time. Okay. You did it for 75 hard. Cool. Exactly. Now you backslid. Well, actually, you know? I, I'm, I'm in it right now. I'm, I'm, I'm in it right now. I, last July I hired a trainer and in March, um, after being successful and losing like 20 pounds or, you know, whatever, I, I stopped the training process because I knew of how much travel we had, mm-hmm. or at least that's what I told myself. I was like, I, and, and the truth is I didn't want to commit to the way I was eating, how much I was working out. I didn't want to fit all that into us having to travel all these trips. Yeah. Right. So instead of transforming, I just changed for, you know, eight months and now I'm, now I'm, I'm not back to where I was. I haven't put 20 pounds back on, thank God, but you know, I'm back to, refocusing on that despite having had that, you know, two and a half months of feeling like crap. Cause that's ultimately what it was. Yeah. So it's the same thing of, you know, we're not putting ourselves on a pedestal. We're not, um, you know, disrespecting or shitting on anybody that's been through this stuff. That's why we're doing this is mm-hmm. because we're living it and, yeah. and we're doing it. And, um, you know, that's, that's tough sometimes. And a lot of times too, like, uh, especially in the, you know, self-improvement arena or space, like there's a lot of guys that are really good at one thing and not everything. Yeah. And that in itself too is also an issue because you can be really good at working out, but be a really shitty husband and a father. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. that, that's part of it. That's saying, well, well, to I, me, that's not winning either. Right, right. Like you win when you do life and do all the pieces. 
correctly and as a winner, like where you're winning in those areas, you know? Well, and, and as a husband and wife combo, I look at it as like, whenever I choose to transform myself, see, I'm already, I'm already learning. Mm-hmm. Whenever I choose to, to make a, make a transformation in some area of my life that I need to go to, you know, I will rise and then you will rise and then you rise and then I will rise. And we keep meeting each other, you mm-hmm. know, on those newer, higher grounds, which is fantastic. Yeah. And although I'm usually second and you don't like that. Well, sometimes you just don't go as quick as I do <laughs> and that's okay. That's true. Because you, you, and, and same with me, like you need to live in that moment of where you're at and have, have the pain of being there so bad to get you to the next level. Mm-hmm. Right. And Except I'm stubborn. <laughs> facts. But so are you. Mm, no. Yes. Of course I am. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that, that's, you know, and that's the thing is like, I can't, I think that's one of the biggest things I took away from this weekend amongst other things. But like as much as I've been trying to help you in areas because I see things that maybe you see, but you don't want to go to, Mm -hmm. like I can't force you to do anything. Yeah. And, And I can't, I can help you do it through our relationship, but I can't force you to do anything. Yeah. If you don't want to do it yourself. Yeah. And that's everybody. Well, you and I have talked about this too. It's the same when I take care of patients. Oh, yeah. Like I'm so caring and empathetic and I want that health transformation for them so bad. But sometimes they're not willing to do what they need to do. Mm -hmm. And that is tough for me because I want that for them. But they can't get it together long enough to help themselves well and that that and i can't want it more than they do because it doesn't help move the needle for them it just frustrates me right well and it it kind of leads me to like an example of you know how just how much certain areas of your life can actually like dictate everything right kind of like we talked about with with men and the dad bods, it's, it's no different than, you know, with women because that's what we see mostly in our business. So let's say, you know, you have a mom, stay at home, mom, husband provides, you know, she has two kids. Um, she starts having some health issues and she does what most women do. They go to the medical doctor and they do a, a, a terrible blood test two markers and panel and in quotation yeah. marks yeah. And, and it's they, like three things and they go they go oh your thyroid's off so here's some thyroid medication and you know she takes it she feels okay for a little bit but she then then she goes back to feeling tired feeling irritated yeah. not having a sex drive um gaining weight gaining weight losing hair losing hair and you know all the while the husband's upset because he's not getting any booty and you and know his 
And then that creates further stress in the, yeah. the mom. And now she feels guilty because she can't take her, take care of her kids all because, you know, this, she's suffering with this, you know, one thing. Mm-hmm. And that, that's the tale of, of, you know, one patient. And then if we have the same situation with, with another patient, but then she chooses a different route, like coming through a wellness way mm-hmm. and she gets that health restoration, that transformation, then it, then it directly relates to, you know, now having more energy for her kids now, not feeling guilty because she's too tired or not too tired to play with her kids. Mm-hmm. Now she actually has a sex drive that she wants to have sex with her husband. Yeah. Like, and she sees what's happening with her own health and she transforms the family's health. Exactly. That is my most favorite thing to see. She's going to ensure that her husband whom she loves doesn't have health issues down the road. And those kids of hers aren't going to be the statistic. Their health is now transformed for the next generation, which is my ultimate favorite piece. But that's, that's true transformation. And I, yes. I, I guess that's a really good example. The ripple like, of, of change because yeah. when, when you get past the cycle of good enough, mm-hmm. that's what's on the other side of transformation is, you know, now, now health, that's, that's a great example for us because that's the space that we're in for our business. And it's a huge thing that until you are struggling, no one really pays attention to. Yeah. Like until it is a problem, there's very few people raised and educated on how to take care of their health until it's a problem. And then they're seeking out, you know, people on Instagram and TikTok and podcasts. I mean, they're looking everywhere because they don't know, they're not getting any answers from the medical system. It's failed them. They're stuck. Right. You know? Well, and, but in, in, for the sake of this conversation, like that's where, you know, if no matter what area you're looking to improve, you can't just improve one area. You can't be looking to transform one area. And because like you're saying, I like we see it all the time in our clinic that, you know, we're changing generations of people's health. Yep. And it's, it's actually beyond that because you're giving those pieces that we just discussed of their life back. You know, Mm -hmm. if they have a husband, well, once they start feeling better, they can start working on that relationship. Yeah. If it was strained because of all those things that I mentioned before. Yeah. And, and then with their kids, they can then go on and, you know, further what they've learned about their own health Mm -hmm. and teach their kids. Yeah. And who knows for how fucking long that goes for. That's the part that always gives me goosebumps because like you are like, it's fucking powerful. Which I don't know if people know this, but right now, our boys' generation, this next generation, is estimated right now to have a shorter length of life than us. Yeah. So their life expectancy as a generation is the first time ever going to be shorter than ours. And it's because of all these health issues. 
the majority of which are lifestyle driven, such which as is so unacceptable to me. Yeah. Um. So these are chronic, basically lifestyle issues from, you know, gut issues to autoimmune issues to, you know, hormone issues to even things like cancer, like lifestyle. They're finding not genetics is what is the most impactful to these processes developing into a problem down the road. Mm-hmm. And it's all choices. And the really scary thing is, which is unfortunate too, is if you have a parent that doesn't know that, that is totally setting up a child for failure. Well, you, and it just breaks it. my heart. It just, breaks my heart. I know. Because they don't know. They're just stuck. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw it at the amusement park we went to. Yeah. Well, we just got back from vacation and it's, it's really hard to see because, and you can see that generational, you know, I guess I would call it struggle Yeah. because, you know, um, we just got back from Legoland in Florida and guys, there's like kids that can't ride the roller coasters because they can't get the bar down like tight enough. Right. Or even the mom or dad can't ride with them. Same right. issue. Like they can't fit into the ride. Like it, I, that, that is just so, I don't even know. Like well, it's beyond it's, infuriating it's, it's, to me because, yeah. and it's sometimes it, it's again, it's like no better, do better. The parent doesn't know, but like you can't sit there and look at your kid and think, okay, it's fine for them to be a type two diabetic at nine. Come on. Yeah. Like, please do better. Investigate things like, well, the majority of these things are lifestyle driven. Yeah. It's choices. Well, and this isn't the episode for, for us diving into the health, but I know, but that, that kind of brings, brings it home a little bit to, that's why I was so fucking proud of Odin because that, you know, and if you're a parent, you understand like your kids are, they're watching you. They're watching what you do. They're watching what you say more than we probably all want to admit, but mm-hmm. um, that's fucking cool. I love that. And he probably didn't even really know what a podcast was, but he knew That's what now. I was thinking. Like, does he even know? Well, they're smart, man. <laughs> I know. But so in, in, the sake of this conversation of, of breaking that cycle of good enough, like Mm -hmm. to me, that's what we're doing. Yeah. When our seven year old sees us, you know, or hears us or whatever it was for him to go out and do that. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. I love that. And and that's, and that's the thing. So, um, do you, do you have anything else on that? Yeah. I think, um, I think it takes a really strong person and somebody also too that's ready to hear those things, especially from a spouse. Like I think there's some people that don't want to weed into those water, like wade into those waters, like and have that hard conversation, you know, where, oh, we go on one date night, you know, a year for our anniversary and that's good enough. But like maybe they're holding back of having that conversation 
because they know it's going to upset their spouse and rock the boat, you know, or with themselves, like that they need to dive into that next thing that they really want to do. And they're just like holding back. You know what that's called? No. Lying. Yeah. It. That's what it is. Because if you're not willing to, one, receive truth. Yeah. You can't dish out truth. Yeah. And you can watch the people that fight that. And, and that's, like that do not take it well. And that's what it is. It's lying. They Be- can't handle it. Right. So if it, and, and, but it, it's, it's also introspective too, because mm-hmm. if you're not willing to accept the truth of where you're at, and this is kind of what I talked about today on my live on Instagram, like you have to be willing to accept and, and dive into your own truth because in order to change your marriage, if you're a liar, you're not going to change your marriage if you're struggling. Mm-hmm. And it, it, again, it, it's a cross. Or just, again, it's good enough. Oh, we go on date night once a month. Right. It's good enough. You know, oh, it's more than most of our couples friends do. Yeah. Or we have sex three times a month. That's good enough. Good enough. You know, like. But it's not. But again, it's that's like. that's the loop is it's not good enough. Yeah. Because. You're comparing to I don't know what and you're saying to yourself it's good enough. And you're settling. Yeah. And you know that you want more of whatever it is. Yeah. It's applicable to all areas of your life. Yeah. It's applicable to your body. It's applicable to your spirituality. It's applicable to your relationships. It's applicable to your job or your business. Yeah. And that's the core, the core four. Yeah. Which we have, we have, us personally have been trying to live for several years now. Yeah. And it's, it's a lot easier said than done for sure. And there's times where, you know, we excel in others. Yeah. I, I mean, perfect or example for certain me. areas come easier yeah. than others, depending on the time. Yeah. Like it's, it, you know, perfect examples for me, like spirituality. I haven't really explored that for the past few years. And, and that's an area I'm now aware of that I have to work on mm-hmm. because I've been pretty good about the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. I've been pretty good. Um, there's always room for improvement, but good enough. Yeah, pretty good. See, you caught me. There you go. Good catch. Uh huh. So, but that, but that's the thing is, and and see, it's hard to get out of that cycle. It's super hard, and I think too, to a degree, there is a glass ceiling as well. That it's like, well, if you've hit that peak of who you have around you as family, as examples as maybe people you've done life with and you're like about to bust through those like examples to the next level that I think is very hard. Like I call it self-sabotage, call it whatever, but that I think too is a hard cycle to break and just say, well, my parents did this and this is good enough where we are. Well, you know what I mean? And that's, in my mind, that's, that's rejecting the truth or that's rejecting what you know you need to do. Well, yeah. And when you're like being you're, called to more, you're, you're rejecting your true authentic self Yeah, because, and, and what most people do in this situation is, is 
they reflect it onto other people. Mm-hmm. So like, Oh, I project when, when people, yeah, excuse me. When people see what they're not doing in somebody else, they're not sitting there going, good job. Yeah. They're getting upset about it. Yes. And that's, they're pissed that you didn't, you know, sign up for the men's hockey league. Yeah. It's like, well, we have other, you know, priorities right now. And you I, know, I will say it does happen a lot of times from extended family as well. Oh, hands down. Like they, they have their own thought process and they want you to do something mm-hmm. that has no bearings over what you actually want to do. Like, so, but that's what that is, is you're, you're rejecting your authentic self in those situations. Yeah. And I think too, it is, I mean, let's be real. It's, it's scary to jump sometimes and to be yourself and to be comfortable and know that you're just warming up. Because I don't know if you got this a lot, but I was told regularly I was too much as a kid. True driven, doing too many things. Just as a kid? (laughs) All the way through life, you know? I'm that type A personality where I am very driven and um, I want to conquer things. I want to complete. Like when I set out to do something, I'm very serious about it. Yeah. And I get fucking pissed if I do not accomplish it. Yeah. Like there better be a good reason why I'm not achieving what I set out to do. Well, um, I heard something uh that will stick with me for the rest of my life. So when when you f- when you feel that fear, it's proof that you're on the right path. Mhm. Because what happens? Most people don't continue to follow that. Yeah. And which is actually, you probably know more about this than being a doctor, but we're not wired that way. Not at when all. We, when we feel fear, what do we do? We're Rest supposed to retreat. Way. Tuck tail. But in actuality, that's when you feel that fear, it's proof you're on the right path. Well, and so part of it, I will try not to be too sciencey, goes into your brain and how you're wired. And in a dangerous situation where you're, you know, being about to be like charged by a bear that makes sense when you're about to like go you know start a business and quit your you know nine to five those two situations are not the same but the same response occurs in your brain like that was a huge light bulb for me i'm just like yeah there's so many times that i felt that and i haven't acted upon it and i retreated Mm -hmm. but that's because things were good enough. Mm-hmm. There was nothing forcing me to run into that. And that's, that's it. Yeah. Like, and, and so how, how do we, what are, what are your thoughts on how do you shift that focus and how do you kind of, you know, start steering the ship the other way? Like, what do you do? I mean, I think we talked about this over the weekend and I've thought a lot about it. Um, but it's like I know the areas that I have the most struggle with um, and the ones that are hardest to to be consistent in. So it's like for me mapping that out and making sure that I'm like 
doing the things well. But and, what does that look like for you? How do you map it out? What on a weekly basis or by the month, like having some type of schedule or plan, depending on what the item is. Um, you know, so for like workouts and cold plunge, I have that mapped out each week. Uh, food has been the same. So just, but do you write that it. down? Do you, yes, that? Do in you... our, so we have really cool writable things called remarkable, yeah, remarkable sponsor this podcast, sponsor us. We'd love your stuff. And they're amazing. You can do a task list. You can do a calendar. Shameless plug. <laughs> Remarkable right here. It has all kinds of pre-done layouts. So depending on what you're trying to, like if you just want to take notes. Um, well, but also. super awesome because yeah. like you can, I was carrying around the dollar notebooks. Yeah. And if I wanted to go back to something, I had to go find it. Like I'm not, I don't have it. Well, with and then we, we both had like three notebooks, which is stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like three or four, like one for each thing that we are focused on. Okay. Um, so you write it down. Yes. Write it down. And then I think for me, like I have spent the last few days, like really reflecting on who I need to become to break the good enough. Why the past three days have you been reflecting? Because you've done warrior training and we've talked a lot about this and like we have to get uncomfortable again. Like I think the good enough comes from being too comfortable. That's a natural progression too. Mm-hmm. Like, like, oh, well, we've done all these things and we're to this good place. It's time to be comfortable. It's kind of that, that glass ceiling you're talking about. I don't really like that term, but for this, it makes sense because, you know, and we've seen it in our business where, you know, we climb the ladder and we hit, you know, a target mm-hmm. and then it's like, okay, sweet. So we, we build and we work towards getting to that target and then we get there mm-hmm. and then that kind of becomes your new normal. Yeah. And then, you know, you, in that new normal, you can set a new target, but you're in the new normal and then it kind of becomes numb. Yeah. And then, and then you've kind of, you know, retracted or, or gone backwards a little bit. Some people at that point, when you're, when you're at that stage, you, you burn the shit to the ground because you need to come back to that loop to build it back up again. Yeah. To fill that and feel like you're moving forward only to come back to the same place and do the same fucking thing again. And that's like what we're talking about with the people, the people, everybody has these people in their lives. Everybody has the people that complain about the same shit They've been saying the same shit for 10 years. They're making real no actual movement towards what it is that they want to do. And they just keep creating that cycle. Yeah. And that's exactly what we're talking about is, is that's the good enough cycle. Yeah. And it's death. Yep. It's death. Hold on a minute. It's death because you just said we, we see it in, the health of people we see it in the health of families mm-hmm. and what do you, if you are stuck in that cycle and you never move forward, what do you fucking think your kids are seeing? Yeah. What do you think they're learning? They're I was going to say, what do you same, think you're teaching them? They're they're And, and we all know as parents, you know, since we're at least, you know, I'm 38 years young, there's going to be a certain matter of things that you just inherit from your parents Mm -hmm. ways that things of, of how you do things, 
you're going to receive certain programs downloaded from your parents. Yeah. And it's not a bad thing. Like neither of us had terrible upbringings. No. But there are things that mom, if you're listening, I know you've said this, so I'm going to say it. Um, <laughs> but there, but there are things cause she'll listen. I know she will. Yeah. She supports me. So, um, but there are things that inherently everybody says, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Because my parents did it. would be like my mom or yeah. my dad. Or there's there's certain things that you hated at, in your upbringing that you're like, I'm not going to do that. But what's what really happens? What really happens is you start repeating some of those things. You do because the program's already in you. It's in you. And if you don't deal with the internal programming, because then at that point, you're an adult. Yeah. You've got to work through that stuff yourself, you know, and, and understand and take, you know, something, and I don't remember who said it, but like a sign of, of, you know, wisdom and somebody that has grown is that they can control themselves and their emotions. You know, it's like, they don't just get like tripped right away. Like you can't just trigger them easily because they have, They've worked on themselves. They know themselves. Yeah. Like they can take things in or take the hit and turn back around and like keep going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, but that when it comes to our kids, that's exactly why I got so excited with Odin. Yeah. You know, because one day and we sat here and we did a little mini daddy Odin podcast before you got home today. And Declan. But, and Declan too. But um, that's like... I, I see that as us breaking the cycle. Yeah. Because they're living in real time while we're trying to do and build this thing or these things. Mm-hmm. And, and they're doing, you know, they're mimicking these habits. And mm-hmm. those are the habits I want them to fucking take away. Those are the yeah. programs that I want them to have. Well, you and I have talked about this. I don't want to just hand them a bunch of fish so they right. can eat for a day. We're trying to teach them to fish yep. so they can have the skills to be successful for life. Right. And I think too often parents right now, especially are afraid they want, they want the easy button with their kids. They, they don't want them to fail. They don't want them to know Failure. Oh, a whole different episode. I know. But that goes to me like that's the ultimate essence of teaching them to fish. They're going to tie the hook wrong. They're going to lose a worm. They're going to break the line. They're going to have to deal with all that. Well, maybe they hooked a fish and lost it. Like these are real things that they need to do. Absolutely. In a quote unquote safe setting with the support of mom and dad Mm -hmm. so that they can tackle these big life lessons young so that at 21, your whole life isn't falling apart the first time you actually experience failure. Yeah. Like, holy crap, people. It's it's, mind boggling. It's so bad. But I mean, as, as parents, we all, if you're a parent, you, you'll know this right away. Like regardless, if you had a good upbringing, like we did, you still want better for your kids. Well, and there's still programs that you have to break down and process. Right. But that that's don't the point. work for you. That's even the, in a good upbringing. If, if, 
you still want better for your kids. Correct. So if you continue to live out the same programs that you inherited from mom and dad that are not so good and you don't break those. Yeah. They're going to repeat. You're going to repeat. It's the same thing we see with, with families that are not so healthy. Yeah. You know, if you have an unhealthy child, you can look at mom or dad and see the same thing. Basically. I mean, the most, in the most rudimentary form, you see the same thing and it's applicable. Like we said earlier to every area of your life. Yeah. And so. But I think comfort, comfort is very dangerous. Like I think being comfortable kills. Comfort kills. It it just that is the first sign that you're going through that loop, that cycle. Like where you're like, This is good. And this is good enough. And that's that's a great point because what I said when you know you're on the right path when you feel that fear within you. Yeah. When you don't feel that fear, you're not on the right path. And that's that comfort. Yeah. Because you're comfortable. That's yep. that that's that good enough cycle. Yeah. Because you're not doing things that make you fearful of, or that grow you. Of, like you're Yeah, you're not doing things to to be your authentic self. Mm-hmm. I like to me that is a huge takeaway as I reflected, like that is a check engine light. You should take that as oh crap. Like it is time to change and go right. And like where we're at isn't where we need to be going. Like we need to course correct. Right. And so, you know, you, that's a, despite all the conversations we had this weekend, you, that's the first that I heard that you're, you're doing some reflection. Mm-hmm. So what is your take on where I'm at right now after going through that from a spouse point of view? At the end of four year training? Yeah. Like obviously something by me doing that, something has made you start to rise and reflect mm-hmm. based on my experiences, what I've, what I went through and what I shared with you mm-hmm. just a small amount, even though, you know, it wasn't long. Yeah. Right. I mean, to me, I said, like, with- I want to know what the truth is of what yeah. you see in your husband after I went through that. I see somebody completely different who's locked into gear and like, He's he's done with good enough. Like you are finished. You are transformed. We're doing a podcast. No, no, but truly, like I can just tell. Like you are shifted. You are moving in a different direction already. How so? You just you're you're gonna laugh at this. Your aura, your energy, your focus, the conversations that even though they've been short that we have had. It's like stuff we haven't talked about in that way in a very long time. And so when is the last time I had that? That's a good question. I want a good answer. <laughs> Let me think no, about curious. that. Um, I mean, I feel like after Lions Den Live, we had a lot of these conversations. I think it was different, though. It was different. Way different. Yeah. Like... On a different fucking planet. Different. Correct. Correct. Yeah. At least that's how I feel personally. But is. but I do feel like some of those and, and yearly when we do uh go to the hot springs, like these are some of the things we talk about, but mm. not 
like dialed in on these very intense levels levels that we just had and and automatically you didn't hear this just because like yesterday was kind of rushed getting stuff done but I I had a lot of the things finished that I needed to in the house and I didn't have like a set plan and then the weather didn't cooperate at all like I was hoping to take our boys to the neighborhood pool but it rained all day but it was actually probably the very best thing because it gave me time while they were playing and doing their thing for me to just reflect and figure out like okay like I see a transformed man and husband and like where am I at like what do I need to do um because honestly like I just feel like we've been in this cycle a while which we talked about of of good enough like we have three steps forward and two steps back and another three forward and one back and it's just like this tug of war back and forth but I don't really feel like we're ever getting anywhere like it is a cycle for sure. Yeah. So first of all, thank you for saying that. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, That's the truth. But I want you to commit to holding me to that standard. Like, so when I waver, like I want, I want the truth. I want you to know. That is, I hear you. But something I have to work on because well, it's really that's, tough for that, me. That's the that's the part too, and and it's it, I know it's tough for you. That's why I'm saying that because I know you're my biggest cheerleader. Yes. So, but that's part two is you need to, you know, see what that looks like for yourself as well, because yeah, that's part of this. Because well, I, like you're like I said, like I don't even quite know exactly those pieces, but I'm reflecting and starting to put those things together be be specific like what pieces like like i feel like i i need to look and some of this has been hard because we're um shifting and growing in all these areas and i think sometimes you're i know i do this yeah And, and you're like Oh, I thought I was done or I thought I had like gotten to that next achievement and you know, it it never stops. The work is never done. Yeah, exactly. There is no finish line. Correct. And that is that part is hard for me cuz like there used to be finish lines like like graduating from chiropractic school, getting my license, starting practice, like in one way that was a finish line. But then you started this new journey as being a doc, you know, seeing patients and practice. Uh, like now there is no finish line. And there never will be. Yeah. There never will be. Yeah. And the more. I think our 30s, like it's getting comfortable with that because it seems like in younger life, there are finish lines. Yeah. Like you graduate high school, you, you know, if you're in firefighting you graduate academy like these are kind of finish lines for those things i mean that's to me that's a that's the definition of mediocrity yeah like that's and people think they're done yeah like that they've accomplished what they need to it's like people get married and they're like oh cool 
I don't yep. have to spend time pursuing you anymore because yeah. we're married and I'm just going to have sex on demand. Yeah. Like I don't have to build a relationship anymore. And if you're single, that's not the fucking case. Well, and if you're about to get married or newly married, listen up. Like yeah. you have to, like anything else in your life, put energy and effort if you want something to grow. Like right now is a great example of like the energy we're putting outside to get the lawn going, to plant flowers, to water them. But like the boys are seeing that. It's like, no, we have to go outside. We have to water these things. We have to trim these things. Move rock. Yeah, they don't just stay nice. Like you have to put effort in to have a nice yard. And, And any area of your life, I think it's a great analogy. Like it is no different. But it's, it's, that is, that's the, uh, it's never done. What, what do they call it in the Bible? The, with the harvest. So I'm terrible at the Bible. But planting seeds. Right. So you always have to be planting seeds. Right. And then like you will. Isn't it called your... a parable or something of the harvest? I don't know. I'm okay. not. Well, we'll scratch that. I'm not sure. So, you know, um, something about yeah, seeds in a harvest. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is you're, you're constantly planting those seeds Yeah. to reap the harvest. And I think what's scary to me is what we have to plant in order to grow mm-hmm. to that next level. That's a little intimidating right now for me. What we have to plant to get to that next level. That's, yeah. that's, it's because you recognize the the good enough cycle you're in. You have to do that and you have to be diligent and you have to be consistent and you have to sometimes go to the place that you don't want to go and you have to, you know, keep doing that to get there. Yeah. You know, we hear it all the time. We probably see it all the time on Instagram. Like who's the person you have to become? Mm-hmm. You know, you want to make a million dollars, but right now you're stuck making $50,000. Well, guess what? What you're doing right now at that $50,000 level, you're not doing the things that making the person making a million dollars doing. Yeah. You're just fucking interested. You're not committed. Well, it's like in, in a lot of ways, it's like you are earning the pay you're being paid because you're not the hundred, you know, million dollar producer like you're not doing that or the million dollar producer or whatever that next level is but the fact that you said that babe is is that just shows like i said you're you're on the right path yeah because now you're you're fearful of what it's going to take to get there well and to me it's like the level at which we're gonna have to plant that's kind of the intimidating part yeah. still to wrap your head in. Um, Cause to me actually saying that versus, Oh, who do I have to become? Okay. It's kind of like abstract. It's like, right. n- no, like the, the work, the planting, what do we have to plant in order to get the harvest we want? That to me is a lot more intimidating. Hmm. In my brain, that's of how way, I how I think. Yeah, but see that that's everybody's different. That's yeah. just your version. Yeah, that's, that's your truth. It is, and and I'm just thinking like, wow, we got a lot of seeds to plant. 
to grow and to work to do to that next level. But it's interesting because it seems like that is the theme of this year. We've seen that come across in different ways already. Um, so I find that interesting too. I love that six degrees of separation where you're getting that from multiple areas and it's like, okay, it's just that little pat on the back to me of like, yep, this is what's next. This okay. is where we need to be calling because we're called. And and that's, that's where you either choose it or you don't. Yeah. And when, and when you don't, what's funny is, um, you're, you're, you're going to avoid it mm-hmm. for a small amount of time and then it's going to come right back again. I know. And I'm the queen of avoidance, folks. Oh my God. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> Check out my nightstand. But Oh my God. Wives out there. I, I'm with you. Man, we're not alone. But but that's but like it slaps you right up right. the forehead again. You can't ignore it. Yeah. It's so, gonna come back yeah. and be like, excuse me, you need to do this. So if you shut the door on something like that, you will avoid it for a certain amount of time, but it's gonna come right back. Especially yeah. especially if it's something you're meant to do. I know. Because, you know, honestly, God can be like, okay. You don't want to do it now, but guess what? I'm going to bring that back around mm-hmm. to give you a different chance. Yeah. Because this is the path you are supposed to walk. Yeah. And whether you want to walk it, you're still going to get to that point. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like you said, it's, it's, a, it's accepting that calling. Yeah. So. I think that, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at and I know the work and I'm not, you know, it's like I'm getting okay with it, but I know, um, which is exciting. It's, it's like, okay, that next harvest is going to be bomb. Yeah. But we got a lot of fields to plant. And so that, that to me just brings up the idea of, you know, don't, don't just be good enough in all areas, but excel in every area. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you have, you have some of these guys in this space that they're really good at running marathons, but they suck at their wife or their kids or whatever, you know? Yeah. And, and you got to focus and put the effort in everywhere. And it's not, it's never going to be equal. Mm-hmm. But you can't avoid one area. No, because, you know, in my brain and I think in yours, like that's not really winning. Like that's not showing an example of of what you're called to show. Yeah. Because, you know, certain things might come easier to you, but you're supposed to show these in all areas. Like you're not supposed to have, you know, just fitness or just you're a bomb business owner, you know, raking in the dough, but you're 300 pounds. Perfect perfect example. We see it every day. We see, we have fit people come into our clinic every day, but their health is dog shit because being fit isn't a byproduct of being healthy or being healthy. Isn't a byproduct of being fit. Correct. Right. Like, yeah, we see it all the time. Yeah. 
I, I like to call it skinny fat. Yeah. Like you're not, your labs don't lie. Your numbers are not good. Right. Like you're, how you ended up looking that way is not in a healthy way. Um, you know, so I mean, Andy Fischella talks a lot about this too, though. Like he was doing himself and his team as well as, you know, Oh yeah. Everybody around him a disservice when he was over 300 pounds and he didn't think twice about it. He thought he was winning. He thought it was well, good. He had the cars, he had yeah. the house yeah, and all that stuff was great, yeah. but everything else was just good enough. Yeah. Yeah. And he's talked about as he got fit and got his mind right and his confidence and all those pieces that he wasn't achieving in as he brought those through He's talked a lot recently about how the growth is just exponential in their business and all these other areas. It's, and, it, and it was holding him back. The, the, the concept of how you treat your body and how you make money, mm-hmm. like that was one of the hardest things that I had to get through my head. Mm-hmm. Now, sure, are there some fat fuckers that are billionaires? I'm sure they are, but they could mm-hmm. sure have a lot more money. And I guarantee you if they're fat and they have a billion dollars in their bank account, they're probably on their third or fourth fucking wife. Yeah. You know, but that concept of, and I mean, you may not even realized it, but our best month in practice in April. Mm-hmm. What were we doing? We were heavily focused on fitness. Mm-hmm. More so you. Yeah. You know, because you had all these things coming up, but we had vacation and bachelorette parties and all that stuff, but you were heavily focused uh, on business and you're speaking <laughs> and, yeah. and, and, you know, we had just brought on new team members and yeah, guess what? You were up early, you're consistent, you're working out, uh, you were eating a specific way you know, with your food allergies and look at what happened. Yeah. We had the biggest month in business. Yeah. That's not a coincidence. No. And I think too, it makes a huge difference on how you show up. Yeah. And for everyone, for you, for our boys, for myself, for our team, like all those, it's like that ripple effect. Like if you are stuck and you can't get things moving, you have to go internal first. Always. And that it, is a really always hard internal. conversation Doesn't to matter. have. You sometimes. always got to go internal. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yeah, you have no. To go internal. But I think a lot of people really avoid that. Yeah. They do not want to go there. They do not want to look themselves in the mirror and have an honest dialogue. Right. 100%. Like, you know, I love Jesus, but you can't pray the pounds away. Oh, You're going to have to step onto the treadmill, make, you know, some food changes. Like it just sometimes people have really unrealistic expectations. I personally think the church is probably the worst example in a lot of areas, but again, that's yeah. for a different time, yeah. different episodes. So. Correct. Yeah. Is there anything, uh, anything else that you have that you want to bring this home and wrap it up? Uh, I think uh, it's some of the stuff we just touched on, like comfort kills. 
comfort kills. Comfort kills. Like if you are comfortable, you are doing yourself and everyone around you a huge disservice because you're not rising to your potential and you're probably ignoring it. Yeah. I think, I think for me, there's two things. It's a lead by which you live. Mm -hmm. And the only way you lead is through that introspection mm-hmm. and being your authentic self. And the only way you're your authentic self is by telling yourself the truth, mm-hmm. even when it's the worst fucking thing you have to do. Yeah. And the other thing is when you feel fear in any area of your life, you're on the right fucking path. Yeah. Step into it. And all you have to do is follow it. Mm-hmm. Because... The choice is yours. Yeah. And yours alone. Yeah. So. I mean, we call it jumping. Yeah. And I think some areas, again, it's easier to do that in than others. Like you should be doing it in all walks of life, all choices of your life. And you should be doing it every. Regularly. Fucking day. Like it doesn't end. I think that's what I'm, you know, huge takeaway. Yeah. It's not going to end. You got to make that choice all the time. And here's the thing, guys. This this was my my Instagram today is it, yeah, like yesterday may have sucked. Mm-hmm. Yesterday you may have not been committed to yourself or committed to your family or done the things that you've written down to do or wanted to do. That was your choice, but today's a different day. Yeah. And even though it sounds cliché, you just got to be better today. Mm-hmm. And then tomorrow you, you fucking better tomorrow, better tomorrow. Yeah. That's what I've been doing with my fitness. Mm-hmm. Every year I get older, I'm trying to be in better shape than the year before. Yeah. And so far I have exceeded. Yeah. And I've, I've, I'm, I'm in better shape now than I was when I was 35. Yeah. Or 34. Yeah. Or 33. Like, and so Next year when I turn fucking 39, mm-hmm. I'll be in better shape than I am today. Yeah. And it's because of these things we've been talking about, because of the um, chances we take to step into fear and accept our calling and do all the things despite the criticism, despite what people think, that's what it takes. Mm-hmm. No matter any area of your business. Business relationships, um, your body, your health, all those areas. It doesn't matter. And it's not the easy road. Right. But it's the right way. It's a hard, lonely journey. Yeah. Um, And not a lot of people want to say yes to it. But that's... Some point they will. Next level. That's yeah. how you go. Yeah. To the next level. Yeah. Well, I think that is all I have. All right. So uh, once again, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Um, You know, a lot of the things that we talk about is stuff that we're living daily. And so, um, you know, I guess the ask would be if if you take something from this, then please share it with somebody because you never know uh, who's, we never know who's listening unless you tell us. And you never know that, you know, somebody may hear something that you didn't hear and that may be the impact that they fucking need in their life. Yeah. 
And so, um, again, we appreciate anybody that has listened thus far. Um, you know, I think we went to a lot of good places today. Yeah. And, and I think each of us discovered something new. Yeah. Even at, you know, a quarter to 11 at night, but that's right. <laughs> which we said we were going to do on the first podcast, but Hey, it is what it is. So, um, the big thing is we didn't quit. We're but just getting started. We, we pushed forward tonight, the spider technical challenges. And so, um, what do you think about our name? I'm kind of. You all right? Yeah, I thought I was going to sneeze. Um, I'm kind of, I'm not sure about our name. So I guess I'd be curious. To, Let's get some feedback on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's fun, but it's fun, but it doesn't scream like, hey, we're going to, we're going to tell you our journey and, and possibly help you with something. Like that's, yeah, you it's know, true. Like, and the, truly, that's not what this podcast is about. It's more about you and I mm-hmm. connecting on a deeper level, which we 100% did tonight. Yeah. But um, by us doing that and sharing that truth, someone else may have the same experience mm-hmm. or may, you know, have them move in a different direction. Yeah. Which is fucking cool. But yeah, I don't know. Something, you know, the beard and the beauty. I like it. It makes I like sense. It. It's fun. My, it fits us. Yeah. But yeah, maybe, I don't know. So yeah, so feedback would we be We need a different messaging. We'll so, see. And hey, you know, this setup may look totally different next time. Don't keep know. Going. But, uh, you know, we'll keep elevating our game to make this one of the best podcasts out there. So, uh, but once again, guys, thanks for tuning in and um, we'll see you next time. Oh, and same thing with feedback on the name. If you have feedback on something you maybe you want us to cover, definitely message us and let us know. Yeah. Where where can people find you? Uh at Jacqueline Burns, although it looks like Barons. Uh, and you uh, that's on Insta. On Insta. Um our business is wellnesswaycentennial.com. Uh, you know, plug here if you're looking for true health restoration. And um, you know, if your doctor has ever told you that you're normal or everything looks normal and you know you're not or something's going on, give us a shout. But you can find me on Instagram at Beardman1776. Sweet. Boom. Until next time. All right. See you guys.